You're listening to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cabot, the producer and director of Expressing Motherhood. Thanks for being here. Our hashtag is Exmo Show. We're on Instagram and Facebook, of course, and you can also join our emailing list and then you'll know about upcoming shows and submissions. You're about to listen to Dixie Perkinson. Dixie was just in our February Expressing Motherhood cast here in Silver Lake, California. Dixie is an actor, writer, comedian, and voiceover artist. She's had a role on Speechless and Wilfred. She's also been in over 60 national commercials. She writes weekly for www.eatmyprune.com and is currently working on her memoir. I've briefly read a few of her pieces on Eat My Prune, and they're beautiful. So check it out for sure after uh, you listen to Dixie. Dixie was our closer. She finished our um, show. And it, it was just great having her in the show, and I look forward to having coffee with her in the future. Anyway, without further ado, here is Dixie Perkinson in Expressing Motherhood. Hey, um, so I'm not a mom. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to be. It's just, it's just hard. I'm still single, you know? It's hard in L.A. Although I did freeze my eggs recently. Yeah, um, $40,000 and 20 pounds later, here I am, ready to date. You know, heavily in debt and none of my clothes fits, but pick me. Um, also, uh, I've, I've never had a mother. Uh, well, my mother got murdered when I was a baby. I was 14 months old. We still don't know who did it, although everyone back home has their theories, and hopefully it'll be a new Netflix series. Um, but, yeah, don't have any memories of my mom whatsoever. Uh, we didn't have any pictures of her in the house. Nobody talked about her. My dad, who raised me, never mentioned her name. It was as if, like, when my mother got murdered, she took everything with her. You know, her stories, her memories, even her existence. And with that kind of silence comes, like, a deep feeling of shame. I was too embarrassed to ask any questions. But, of course, I secretly wondered about her. I mean, she was like this fairy tale. Well, a very dark, dark, dark fairy tale. Um, And so, yeah, the only things that I knew about her was, one, murdered. And two, she liked drugs. Um, and that was it. But yeah, I, you know, I really didn't think about her that much growing up, honestly. I mean, of course, of course, there was a sadness inside me. Well, deep, deep, yes, there was a bottomless hole in my soul from her absence. I mean, how could there not be? I felt so different growing up when everyone had a mother but me. I mean, some kids didn't have dads, you know, but everyone had a mom, but not me. I was different. I was a freak, you know? I just, I didn't know how could I grow up to be a woman when I didn't have my mother to look up to. I was never able to look into my mother's eyes and see my future or see my history. I felt so uncomfortable. I hated being me. So yeah, subconsciously I thought about her a lot. But, um, but still, she was like this myth. Um, but then I turned 
32 years old, the age my mother was when she died, and it hit me. Ugh. Just how young my mom was when she got killed. I mean, she, was, she had her whole life ahead of her. Our 30s is just the beginning when things start to click, you know? Like, you're... You're finally out of the chaos, confusion, and shithole that's known as your 20s, and into an age where you could just take a deep breath and be and discover who you are and what you want. Like, oh, right, I don't have to date overweight, balding, depressed comedians anymore, you know? <laughs> that was my discovery. Um, anyway, my point is that it was just. 32 was too young. No one should die at 32. For the first time, something started to shift inside me. I, I was seeing my mother less of this mythical creature and more flesh and blood for the first time. Um, I, yeah, I, I started to think about my own life. Um, I knew, I realized I was just testing the limits to my own mortality. I was being too careless and reckless and jumping into strangers' cars that, that were not Ubers. Um, you see, my mom liked drugs, and so did I. That's how we bonded, you know? I, I always fantasize about dying young like her, but just because she's my mother doesn't mean that I'm destined to have the same fate as her. So I, uh, I got sober at 32, and I dove into therapy. Um, and I took that deep breath, and I began to mourn for her for the first time. I mean, I felt a little embarrassed, just because, you know, she died so long ago, and I was worried what people would think of me. But fuck that! You know, there's no set timetable for processing grief. And uh, let me tell you, uh, mourning is a bitch, okay? Oh my God, first came this deep-rooted hostility. Even though I knew she was definitely dead, I was so angry with my mother. Some of it had to do with her drug addiction. Another part had to do with her being married to my dad, which my dad is a whole other show. Um, but, but mainly it was because she left me. She was never there to say, oh, good job, or it's okay, sweetie. She was never there when I got teased at school for being fat and weird and ugly to tell me otherwise. So instead, I believed those assholes. I knew I needed to change my personal narrative, and I had too many mean voices in my head and fears that went with them, so I did. I broke the silence growing up, and I started to talk about my dead mom one Facebook post after another. I even started a blog. You know, I was finally establishing and exploring a relationship with her for the first time. I went back home to where she was from in Louisiana. You know, I contacted her cousins. I went to her school. I even called her, like, childhood friends. You know, I felt like a detective, you know, but without the beige trench coat. And um, what was Louisiana? It was too hot for coats anyway. Um, but I wanted to know who my mother was before she was my mom, you know? Like, what were her interests, you know? What, what things did she like? You know, was she weird and funny like me? But I'll never get to know my mother and she'll never get to know me, and 
At the end of that trip, all I got was borrowed stories and worn out photographs. Although I, I did receive something else. Um, a rebirth. Okay, let me explain. Um, I've always thought of myself as less than, weak, ashamed, you know, always sitting on the outskirts since everyone had a mother but me. But now I see myself differently, you know? I see myself as resilient, unstoppable, courageous, part of the beauty and struggle of being human. I was able to lose my mother as a baby and still stand. I'm not less than, I'm more because of it. I always knew I wanted to be somebody when I grew up. I just wasn't sure I wanted to be me. But that's not true anymore. So thank you, Mom. Thank you.